your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. Hi, this is Tony Rogers from the Charlatans and you're backstage with Sinead... I'm backstage. Hold on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do this again. Hi, this is Tony Rogers from the Charlatans and I'm backstage with Sinead Nivorda. <laughs> You're recording all these. <laughs> <laughs> I might use that one. <laughs> all right, okay, let's try another one. Hi, this is Tony Rogers from the Shantons, and you're backstage with Sinead Neegorder. <laughs> no, and it's Neegorder. Why can't I get this right? <laughs> you try it again. Let me just want to say, and you're backstage with Sinead on Radio Nova. Oh, on Radio Nova. <laughs> That's easy, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, this is Tony Rogers from the Charlatans, and you're backstage with Sinead from Radio Nova. Hey, we got it! Hey, how about that? Seriously, Addictive Music on Radio Nova. Big Me from Foo Fighters. And this weekend of Seriously, Addictive Music is thanks to Charles Hurst Used Direct Ireland, located at Kingswood Interchange and online at usedirectireland.ie. Now it's time for this. Backstage on Radio Nova. Music News Update. 
And joining me now in studio is Connor Irwin of Radio Nova. So, Connor, you're going to be uh, giving us a bit of a roundup of this year's biggest music news stories. So I know I'll be hearing a little bit from Foo Fighters, who we just heard before, as well as a little bit within the whole digital musical world. But over to you now with your first story. Unfortunately, uh, we do have to start with the, the biggest music news story of the year, which was the terrorist attacks at the uh, Bataclan Theatre in Paris um, at the Eagles of Death Metal concert. There are 89 people killed uh, when they stormed the famous theatre on November 13th and opened fire on the crowd attending the Eagles of Death Metal gig. 130 people were killed in a number of attacks across the city, 89 of which were in the Bataclan Theatre. Uh, the band managed to escape and they made a vow to return to Paris in an interview with Vice magazine as a testament to the people of the city and to their friends and fans worldwide who had lost their lives. And they have uh, recently announced that they will be heading back to Paris uh, early next year. Well, I couldn't imagine how difficult it was for Jesse and the band. I mean, they've done such a wonderful thing recently by asking other bands to cover their song I Love You All The Time in order to raise money for the families of the victims as part of their Play It Ford campaign. I've seen that Alex Turner covered the track of Many Mansions in Florence that a machine teamed up with the Maccabees. But moving on now to an artist who made big headlines this year down to an unfortunate incident and we heard from him and his band just a few moments ago. Another one of the huge music news stories that made, uh, well, it made press for quite a substantial amount of time was Dave Grohl breaking his leg in the middle of a gig and then carrying on playing anyway. Foo Fighters frontman, uh, he took a big tumble off the stage during a gig in Gothenburg, forcing him into a surprisingly brief hiatus. He went off, he sought medical assistance and uh, came back with a cast, sat down and continued to play for two hours while sitting in a chair, uh, refusing to give in to the pain of his injury. He vowed to the crowd, saying, I may not be able to walk or run, but I can still play guitar and scream. And he did that for quite a while, sitting on a throne with his leg up in front of him. It was uh, a joy to watch uh, Dave performing from that guitar throne. Mm-hmm, it certainly was. He is a legend, simple as. Now, Connor, the music industry has indeed changed with the shift from physical album sales to that of digital downloads and streaming. So what was the big news within the musical digital world this year? Spotify is now worth more than what the entire US record music industry earns. According to uh, statistics that were revealed earlier on in the year, Spotify is worth $8.4 billion and that is more than the entire US record music industry earns. The Wall Street Journal doing the report that the online streaming service has secured about 400 million quids worth of new funding as well. So it can kind of show where music is going. It's all going online streaming services and that's what we can expect for the year to come. Absolutely. Yeah, now music from the Beatles is streaming for the first time ever since Christmas Eve. As Beck said, it's where it's at. Well, Connor, thanks so much for bringing us a roundup of this year's biggest music news stories. Cheers, Sinead. You are backstage on Radio Nova and I'll be bringing you backstage with Eric Bell, previously of Thin Lizzy. He spoke to me during the year about several different things, but the moments I'll be bringing you back to will be when he spoke about the rocker and how he got to meet Phil Lynott for the very first time. Coming up very shortly, I'll also bring you a previously unheard snippet from my chat with Thomas Walsh at Pugwash, who dropped in on backstage just last week. And one of his big fans is actually Jeff Lynn of ELO. So he got to tell me about so many different stories that Jeff Lynn shared with him. Um, one of them is regarding George Harrison and on what he did with his Ivor Novellos. That and more coming up very shortly. But now it's time for this. 
Backstage on Radio Nova. Live room. Hi, we're Ham Sandwich and we're backstage with Sinead Niverda on Radio Nova. Hi, I'm Neve from Ham Sandwich and this is a cover of Prince's When Doves Cry. And we picked this song because we are all secret Prince fans. Let's not get silly on this. One, two, one, two, three, four. How can you leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold? Maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father, too bold. Maybe I'm just like my mother. She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when doves cry Incredible was that. That was Ham Savage performing live for me in studio when they popped in earlier this year. That was their version of the Prince track, When Doves Cry. I hope you enjoy that. It was so, so good. You are backstage with me, Shanae Vorda, and this week I'm bringing you some of my favourite moments from the show this year. You will yet be hearing from Eric Bell, previously of Thin Lizzy, but first I'd like to bring you a great story from a very recent guest, him by the name of Thomas Walsh of Pugwash. Now we had great chats when he popped in last week, but didn't have the time to share them all with you. So here is an incredible story that Jeff Lynn of ELO told Thomas Walsh when he was hanging out in his gaff in the States. This is amazing. This is, these are two different stories involving George Harrison. Here's a question for you. Ever wonder what a Beatle does with his Ivor Novello Awards? Well, you're about to find out. Well, he had a wonderful story. He, when I came into the studio, he, he, he picked up his little ukulele, beautiful incredible thing and he started playing I think it was the end of Free as a Board he just started playing in front of me and I was like wow and he just says well the story behind this is uh, George had this incredibly big ho- like tree and it's a Hawaiian property jo- George lived in Hawaii as well and he had houses here and there and this this was a very very special old tree but it had to get felled for some reason I think it was dying or something but he got this guy in from England uh, especially to to cut it down and then take the wood and make these, just I think it was 10 uh, unique individual uh, ukuleles from the wood. And he gave them as Christmas presents to his closest friends. So, of course, Jeff had one of them. 
Oh. And he was just there, and I was like, holding it. I was going, my God. Oh, you know, God. cut down from his, his tree in his backyard in Hawaii. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, and so, of uh, course, I think Paul got one, I think it's the one he plays. Really? And uh, obviously Ringo, whatever else, and other people would have got one. But Jeff has one, so. That's nice. And, and I mean, you know, there's a great story as well about the Ivor Novello Awards, which I love, which was, uh, I was nominated with Neil in 2009 for, for the Duckworth Lewis first album. And we were beaten by Paolo Natini, and, you know, but the process to get nominated was incredible. There's only three nominations a year out of, like, hundreds and hundreds of mm. albums in the UK and Ireland. It's huge. Mm. So it was just us, Dizzy Rascal, and Paolo Natini <laughs> for <laughs> album of the year. So the the ceremony was incredible, you know, Annie Lennox, Neil Sedaka, you know, Lily Allen, you know, everybody was there. You know, Noel Gallagher, Paul Weller, everything, you know, they wow. were all there. And we sat with Don Black, who's a very famous Don Black lyricist, and we were sitting beside, what you call them, I predict the Roy, they were beside, Kaiser, Kaiser Chiefs, Chiefs beside, yeah. you know, so just ridiculous. And uh, Simon Le Bon was announcing our award. Ah. And he announced it, and it sounded like it was going to be us. Together, but it wasn't anyway. But you know, Paul Natini won it, and he was very nice in his gracious in his speech. And he said we should have won it because it was very, very nice. Yeah. But I was when I walked into Jeff's. The first thing I saw was three Ivan Novellos in his kitchen. And I went over. As he do, like you well, know. I went over. One was for Out of Blue in nineteen seventy-eight, and one was for Xanadu Best Song in nineteen eighty. I did one was for a, a Lifetime Achievement, or kind of. 1995 that he got and I said to Jeff I nearly won one of those and he goes oh you didn't win one did you and I was if you know you should Yeah. and I said no I didn't I says but I always wanted the whole one he goes there you go and I says says, George Harrison he said he used to have about like 50 of those because of the Beatles and all solo stuff he had so many over the villains so that's the picture of you up on Twitter or Facebook or something. I think I saw that picture. Yeah, I have a picture. One of the pictures I put up, I'm holding an Ivor Novello yeah, yeah. But he said that when you go to George's house, it's Henley on Thames, Fire Park, uh, and you'd walk around the gardens with him, he, there'd be Ivor Novellos in the trees. Like, ah, come on. Because he used to go out, because they were, they're really heavy on the bottom. Yeah. They're really bottom heavy. So he'd go around the garden, and they were great for putting down seeds. So George would be out with his Ivan Novello awards. <laughs> Doing a bit of gardening. Digging like... holes with them. And he'd leave them there because he'd put seeds in. And so he said he'd be just Ivan Novello awards all around his garden. I just thought, you know. That'd make a great Christmas present. Never mind that shovel for your so, garden. Grab an Ivan Novello. Yeah. How incredible is that story? That's Thomas Walsh of Pugwash who dropped in to Nova last week for Chats with Me on Backstage. And that was a previously unheard snippet from our chats because he had so many great stories. Uh, amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> George Harrison, you just picture him with his Arvin Valley Awards in his garden. Um, yet to come on the show this evening, Conor McCaffrey of The Star will be popping into the studio to help you out on what to do on this New Year's Eve. Up next, you're going to be hearing from another of my favourite artists who joined me backstage this year. It is Mr. Eric Bell, the Northern Irish rock musician and guitarist best known as a founding member and original guitarist of Thin Lizzy. So as lead guitarist Eric Bell played on Thin Lizzy's first three albums, Thin Lizzy, Shades of a Blue Orphanage and Vagabonds of the Western World. He worked his magic on Whiskey in the Jar and co-wrote a number of songs with Phil Lynott and Phil Downey, including The Rocker, which became a live favourite throughout the band's career. So next up on Nova, you'll be hearing that very track and following the song, you'll hear Eric Bell talk about how he came up with the chords for the rocker and on the esteemed musicians who are baffled on how he played it. This is Radio Nova.